Back to Ridgeline High School. Skyview comes into Ridgeline and wins 17-14 to 14 in an absolute barn burner, Donnybrook, whatever you want to call it. Well, and to, to throw salt in the Ridgeline wound, I just got a text message from someone here in the south end, the north end zone, and they said that field goal wasn't even close really? to going in. I mean, it looked wide left for me to hear, but somebody back there that's sitting in the north end zone on the grass, not even a Ridgeline, uh, I mean, you know, I guess you'd call them a Ridgeline faithful, but yeah. yeah, it says that was five feet left of the mark. Oh, man. Holy We've had about cow. three minutes, four minutes yeah. to catch our breath, Ooh, and I'm still not there. I'm still not there either, bud. I'm still just... Congratulations wow. to Skyview. Yeah, they do a say, hard place to win and, and against a very good Ridgeline team, and then Skyview got the job done. But listen to these statistics. Unofficially, I got Ridgeline with 39 carries on the ground for 107 yards. I had Skyview with 29 carries for 133. So they win that one by 27, 28 yards. Uh, Ridgeline throws 18 of 30 for 250 yards. Skyview 7 of 11 in the air. Only threw it once in the second half. And for 72 yards. So total offense, Ridgeline's 357 to Skyview's 205. Yeah, it's not very often that you dominate a football game like the Ridgeline offense pretty much did today. Not only time of possession, total yards, field position, everything was dominated by the Ridgeline offense that you lose a game in that situation. I even think that if you go back, they probably won the turnover battle. Carlson threw two picks. Um, I can tell you that. They had one fumble there costly at the end of the game by Noah White, but I... They they had two interceptions. Did they have any other turnovers? No. Skyview had the two interceptions, and uh, Ridgeline had the fumble. So very rarely will you win time of possession, will you win total yardage and win the turnover battle and lose the game. So many things have to go against you for that scenario to happen. So as far as offenses playing defenses, Ridgeline won that game, if you think about it, because they they gave up the the, the only point, the touchdown in the first half, the only touchdown in the first half was um, the the blocked field goal. I guess that is a turnover, sorry. So you probably didn't win the turnover battle, but anytime you give up a special team's touchdown, that's going to be very tough to come back from. But defense against defense, Ridgeline wins... uh, 10 to 7, 14 to 10. 14 to 10. The special you know, teams I, is the difference in the ball game. I like the way the Ridgeline defense is playing. I think that they're, they're really stepping up and playing really, really good football right now. I thought, though, that the defense for Skyview was really good. The offic- and they had Caden on the run most of the night. Yeah, they did. The official stats from uh, KJAZ that just dropped up got dropped off up here are 230 total yards for Skyview and 343 three total yards for Ridgeline. So, yeah, not quite as close as I had, or far uh, the disparity, it's closer than what I had. Yeah, uh, Skyview did turn the ball over twice, Ridgeline once, but the, you got to count the blocked field goal, in my view, as a turnover because it led to the touchdown. But special teams was the difference here tonight. Not only um, the blocked field goal, but you also had the muffed PAT. You had some... You had the muffed catch, which ultimately got reversed. But if you catch that, the inadvertent whistle isn't an issue. If Strat Simmons catches the ball, the reason the inadvertent whistle happened is because he's blown the whistle as he's fair catching it. If he catches it, 
Richline gets the football on the, around the 30, and the inadvertent whistle never happens. But because he didn't catch it, it goes through his arms. They have to replay the down. So yeah, tough, tough break. Some crazy, crazy, crazy things stuff happening happened there. there. The block, the block point after. Yep. Um, no, it wasn't blocked. It was a muff. It was a bad yeah, snap, you're right, you're botch right. snap. But they they got 17 first downs compared to Skyview's 13. I mean, every categorical. Uh, Third down efficiency, Ridgeline's 50%. Yeah, 8 for 16, where Skyview was 3 for 8. I mean, if you looked at this on paper, you would say the final score to this game was probably 21 to 10. Here's the, here's favor a, here's Ridgeline, a bigger one, though. Penalties, uh, Ridgeline has 8 for 70 yards, Skyview 2 for 25. Yeah, so the penalties weren't in your favor, but typically that's not going to cost you a ball game. If you outgain a team and you win the turnover battle, you win the first down battle in the time of possession, you're Jeez. usually going to win that ball game. That Every category man. here, that 31 to 16. 31 minutes to 16. Do you know how many drives Skyview had that um, they got more than one first down? No. One to open the second half, I'm pretty sure. Because total, they only had 13 first downs, and two of them, or three of them, were on that. So they had the last drive of the game where they picked up a couple first downs as well. I mean, you just can't say enough about both teams and the way they played. And, I mean, both defenses are, are really, really, really good. Skyview's defense was giving Caden Cox fits all night long in the backfield, scrambling around. Um, they're fast across the board from side to side. Oh, we got Coach Cox here. Um, we're going to give him a little bit of a break. But, man, this is one that you're going to look at on paper and say we dominated this ball game um, Check that for out. four quarters, but we didn't come out with the win, and there's just so many things that could have happened. Um, yeah, it's uh it's a, didn't go your way. Quite a game out here. I mean, it was it was as it was built to be. Although Deseret News had Skyview uh, picked to win this one by 14, and uh, it obviously didn't show up. I don't think people realize that Ridgeline and their defense is as good as they are. We're joined now by Coach Cox, and, and I know I just handed you those stats, and, and you're and you're just processing them right now. But pretty much every statistical category, your team wins tonight, but comes out on the wrong side of the of the game, 16 to 14. Um, I don't even know how to start this, Coach, besides let's start, you know what, let's start positive. What did you like about your team tonight? I, I personally felt like the defense played very, very well. How did you feel? I thought we all played well. Um, I thought the de- the offense started it out exactly how we wanted with a 10-minute drive. since score. Um, obviously, defense played really, really, really good tonight. They, they had one good drive, and other than that, they got the... Another touchdown on a block goal. Yeah, so. you don't see that very often. Uh, your defense, take, I mean, when you just play offense against defense, your defense, or Ridgeline, you know, wins that battle 10 to 14. But that block point and a, and a or that block, block field goal and a touchdown made a huge difference in this game. You went for two after your first touchdown, which quite honestly surprised Nick and I a little bit. But it turned out to be a good call. What was the thought process on that one? We knew coming in, we wanted to go for two. We had a couple plays up our sleeve that we thought we were going to go for two again, but. It's hard to go for two when you've got a tie game. Right. So, yeah. you think get, in get hindsight, we wish we would have. But Well, you, you know what? Usually, that's been money. I mean, that, that every time Evan handles it and it gets down and Carter's been great, I mean, I would have taken that, that as well. But Yeah, you have to take that. Yeah, it's 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 the way to go. Um, Skyview's a good team, man. I mean, they being a lot of big, big dudes. I mean, Nick was... 
every time somebody went out, he said, geez, somebody bigger keeps coming in. So it's a it's a good football team. But you gave them all that they wanted. Tell, me, tell us kind of what the game plan coming in from an offensive standpoint. Did you know they were going to give you some of those crossing routes that you got so successful on early? No, I mean, that's the one thing about Skyview is they, they run a lot of stuff. And... You know, we just said we just got to run our offense. We just got to read it and kind of figure out where they're going to be and, and just take what they give us. Um, but they're they're a tough team to prepare for because they do so much on defense. Yeah, yeah, they, they changed the looks up quite a bit. Defensively, though, you guys did an excellent job. Did they throw any looks at you that you weren't expecting? No, we knew. We pretty much knew everything that was coming. Yeah. Um, they're, they play a pretty basic offense. Um, you can tell by formation what they're going to do. So we had a pretty good idea what they're going to bring us. And, you know, you've got to credit the kids because they ex- executed really well. They had that one drive there. kind of motioned us a little bit. But I thought we played extremely hard, and we got some interceptions, which we knew we, we thought we could get. Um, and so we we played about as well as you could play on defense. Yeah. So. Yeah. Overall, your team, I thought, was ready to go, and, the t- and everybody looked pretty good. Um, you know, I know this is a tough loss, and we sincerely appreciate you coming up to join us. But um, great crowd tonight. You had to be happy with with who, how everybody showed up, both sides really. Yeah, it was a fun I mean, environment. This is exactly what you want as a high school kid. Um, obviously, we wish the score would have been different, but at the end of the day, it's in the grand scheme of things. Um, it really doesn't going to make or break our season. Right. And, you know, our, our whole goal in the whole season is to play in the final game. And I think we proved to ourselves that we're pretty good, we belong, and I think they're going to be a mo- there's a motivated group in that locker room. They hurt right now, but sometimes sometimes that hurt drives a lot of hard work, and yeah. that's all we need to do, and I think we'll be fine. Um, but, yeah, it hurts right now for yeah, sure. They need, they need to understand they can play with anybody right now. Skyview and you came, and Ridgeline comes into this game in the RPI rankings of 1 and 2, which I'm not sure you really care one way or the other on that, but you, you, Ridgeline can play with anybody, and Skyview can play with anybody right now, and there may be end up being another clash of these two teams when you get to the playoffs. You never know. Yep. Yeah, there's never going to be a good loss, Travis. You're never going to ever feel satisfied about a loss at the end of a game. You're too motivated and competitive to go out there and feel that way but I want you to know how well these kids played and how well they were prepared. We knew coming into this game that they were going to be ready to go. And just watching this football game, I mean, the desire in those kids on both sides of the field, it was so fun to watch every second of that game. And kudos to you and your staff for getting them ready, having a great game plan in in place. And I love what you said, that this loss is going to do nothing but motivate you guys. So, you know, if there's any silver lining, I guess, you know, go win the rest of your games and playing that final game and this game won't matter one bit that's right that's that was the stop that was a talk so well we'll get there we'll we'll let you go back with your guys they need to have you in there with them and we sincerely appreciate you coming up even after a tough loss that shows that shows professionalism if nothing else we appreciate you okay thanks guys that's coach travis cox um his team putting it all out there tonight man and holy and, cow and you know what skyview did too that both game both teams they came did. to play uh, both teams were extremely well coached and it really comes down to straight up execution when he mentioned we knew what they were going to do you and i talked about that before the game we both coaches know each other both coaches know the kids it really came down to just execution yeah and just a couple plays here and there i mean you could go back and hang your hat on 
you know, I mean, the block field goal touchdown is just huge. That's a 10-point swing. Yeah. That is 10 points right there that goes against you. Yeah, absolutely. Ridgeline had a really, really good drive, and I think that that field goal was attempted from around the 22. Yeah, it wasn't a long field goal, something Carter Murdoch can make in Fountain Asleep. Yeah. You know, I, I agree with you. What Travis has done with this program, you think about a year ago where these kids were at, and we would sit up here in the booth and talk about, God, it just looks like they're they're not ready to go. They don't know what's coming at them. They don't they don't really know. It, did, it just seemed like the preparation was just not there. And you know, going into games this year, they're there is ready. a completely different culture, a completely different um, team out there that is coached in a way that they are ready to go. They know their assignments. They know their job, and they go and do it the very best they can. And I can't say enough about both coaches on each side of this field today. Coach Travis Cox having his guys ready and giving Skyview all they could handle and more. Um, and then Coach Chris Howell over on the other side, just, you know, he is great. He is a great football coach. I got to know him really well at his time here at Ridgeline, and he's just a, a really, really good football brain on the defensive side. And it, when he says that they run a lot of stuff, they do run a lot of stuff, and it is, I mean, it is top-level stuff. And so great, great job by both of these teams. That was such a fun game to so, watch. So, Nick, with our uh, bread-and-butter play of the game, I mean, how can it not be? How can it not be the blocked field goal yeah. touchdown? That's kind of what it's I'd go with. Just well, like I think that's what it is. So, so it is a blocked field goal return by Isaac Larson will be our old grist mill bread and butter play of the game. Um, players of the game, folks. I don't like. Uh, I need to see some stats. I, I have a really hard time doing that right now. I'd probably go Evan Webb on the Ridgeline side. I thought Evan played a really, really good ball game. I agree. Um, he had. Got to go back up. Evan had six catches for 93 yards and a touchdown. And a touchdown. And he had he he, he had a tackle corner, for loss. And I he know, played for corner that. out there the whole ball game. Yeah. And he was he was really really good. I could totally support that decision. Yeah. I mean there was a lot of good efforts. Caden Cox had 250 yards in the air. Um, I thought Jaden Harris was really good. He was. Um, you know there was there was lots of good stuff happening out there from both sides. So no. for the, so that's for the Ridgeline side from the from the. Um, Skyview side? It's Carlson or, or Collins, probably. Collins, I got right. Collins with 62 yards on the ground, and then he had another 57 yards in the air. Do you and realize? A touchdown. Yep, and a touchdown. Do you realize that he had four receptions? Luke Radford. Now, this is unofficial because I have a hard time catching some of those Who it numbers. Is, sure. Yeah. But I thought I had uh, Luke Radford with a couple of, of catches, and then just uh, I Watterson. think I saw Trey Nyman catch one and Cole Watterson. I could be wrong. But the bottom line is is Ike Larson never got a catch. Well, neither did Jovessa DeMooney. So the big yeah. explosive players on both sides of the ball didn't touch the ball mm-hmm. at all. Yep. Yep. Um, Evan had the most catches with six. Carter Murdoch had three, and they all came in the first half. Strat Simmons had two, Noah White had three, and Jaden Harris had four. You know, I think about uh, going back to the Collins kid. He had a great game on the offensive side of the ball, but that's a kid that plays both ways, and he plays 
middle linebacker and running back. So, I mean, he is taking abuse probably on every single every play. play of the game, and, and it didn't slow him down at all. I remember Caden Cox running a scramble across the middle of the field here, mm-hmm. and old Collins came over and about wiped him right out. Yeah. They went a little high-low with Lewis, their leading tackler. You know, it would be so, interesting to see those defensive statistics from both sides because yeah. both teams played very, very well defensively. Very well. So, I mean, it very well could be somebody on the defensive side. But for now, just from the eyeball test, I, I would probably go Evan Webb on the Ridgeline side and Walter Collins on the Skyview side. But I'll check it. Uh, we'll look over those. I like to try to be as fair as possible on that stuff um, as McDonald's is sponsoring our players of the game. We appreciate them, and there's probably there over the years has been a plaque involved with that. So we want to try to do our very best to make the right call on that. Were we homers? I think we did okay. <laughs> did you think you did okay? I mean, every time I, I felt like you were starting to skew, I tried to bring it back in. And I, I don't know if our oh listeners are gosh. agreeing with this at all right can, now. Can we have some text messages sent in, please, from the Skyview fans yeah, to, to, to say if we were yeah, homers? Yeah, we hope so, folks. We did our, we obviously do our very, very best. But uh, it was an excellent ball game by both teams tonight. Skyview wins 17-14. to 14. We sincerely appreciate all our sponsors um, to help keep us on the air. And, and Lewis Smith back at the station. He's doing an excellent job for us. Um, he getting keeps, us the commercial he runs a tidy little ship. He really he? does. Old and Lewis that's is, with a P. <laughs> that's a ship. <laughs> I hope so. I hope so. For the sake of the FCC and everybody involved and all those Skyview fans that are now going to start texting for one reason or the other. We sincerely appreciate all of our listeners. For our Ridgeline fans, make sure to check in with us next Friday night. Still feels like Friday. I'm worn right out. Yeah, you might want to take tomorrow I am off. worn out. For our Skyview fans, your game next Next week will be um, still right here on AM 1390, but you'll be playing um, Mountain Crest at home. So John Newbold back at Mike's side. So if you need your home okay. cooking, you got John yeah. Newbold coming back. <laughs> okay. And I love you, John. Good. I love you. And then um, for our Ridgeline fans, they have Skyview. Let's see, Logan, Logan again back here next Friday night. We'll be back side, back for that ball game, and you know they're going to be hungry and ready to go after this loss today. Again, as Coach said, it's not the end of the world for for. Uh, for Ridgeline, the ultimate goal is to be playing in the very last ball game, and that's what they're shooting for. This one can get them ready for something like that. I'd say it for, can. for Skyview. Shows you a lot. For Skyview, they got a real good chance to run the table again here in our region, um, and they're looking really, really good as well. So both teams, excellent, excellent effort tonight. Um, any final comments? I got nothing. I'm worn out. All right. Dude. Well, we'll let you go take tomorrow off, and I'll go back to work. <laughs> for uh, for Nick Zollinger and old Lewis Smith back at the station, I'm. Dave Simmons, we appreciate you all joining us tonight. Uh, final score again, Skyview 17, Ridgeline 14. Good night. This Ridgeline broadcast has been a presentation of 104.5 The Ranch and the Cash Valley Media Group. This Skyview Sports Broadcast has been a presentation of Sports Talk Radio. 1069 FM, 1390 AM, The Fan.